That's enough of that. <laughs> that was my fault this time. Um, <clears throat> hey, this is Dave. Welcome to Opposing the Matrix. How are you folks today? It is 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and it is uh, Pacific, Pacific time. And um, we're trying this afternoon thing uh, for a little while to see how it works. Um, be quite frank with you, I was falling asleep during the 7 o'clock show, and uh, I don't want to do that to you, and I don't want to do it to me either. So I've decided to try the 3 o'clock in the afternoon approach, and we'll see how that does. And uh, if, when Brian ever wants to, uh, decides to come back, um, and he feels free to do so, uh, <clears throat> he uh, will we'll decide whether we want to do this in the late morning or in the evening again, okay? Because Brian holds down a job, and um, we don't want to interrupt with that because uh, so few people have jobs anymore, and uh, he's one of the blessed ones. So, Okay, folks, so tonight we're going to talk about some weird noises, creepy noises that are out there. Weird noises, creepy noises, like uh, Groucho Marx would say. <clears throat> so um, <clears throat> have you ever heard a creepy noise outside? To me, the creepiest noise is <clears throat> when there's crickets out there and you have all the little forest creatures chirping and burping and doing everything they do at night. All of a sudden, they stop. That freaks me out. I'd like to hear the noise in the background, unless it's footprints crunching in the sticks out there or something. And I, you know, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm a firm believer in Bigfoot and he's around here. So when the, uh, when the frogs stop croaking and, uh, and a cricket start cricketing. Um, I, uh, you know, I have to kind of turn around and wonder what's out there watching me. And that's okay. You know, um, I always said that if, if it ever presented itself to me, I was going to present the gospel to it. And um, so uh, it, depending on what you would consider harm, I might be doing him more harm than uh, he'd be ever doing me. But uh because I do think he's demonic, and if he is, then he uh, has no chance in in heaven, hell, or <clears throat> or the lake of fire of getting into heaven. So, um, so what's been going on out there, folks? We got Biden making all kind of gaffes, saying that he sold state secrets, um, saying it in a meeting right out loud. <laughs> I stole I sold state secrets and other important things. That's what he said. Um, and yet this guy. <laughs> This guy is allowed to live, you know, uh, man, if, if that would, if he would have said that back when Julius, uh, um, uh, and Ethel Rosenberg were around, he would have hung with them, you know, or got the firing squad, whatever they got. I don't know, but, um, yeah. Hey, I want to warn you ahead of time. Um, I'm here alone with four dogs and usually my wife is here to kind of keep the dog settled down and she's working right now. So. Um, when she comes home or if the kids come out from next door, uh, they're going to start barking. So I'm warning you ahead of time. Okay. You've got, well, you've got live here. You've got live, man. You've got me and the four dogs and the wife if she's here. Um, now Barbara's Barbara should be home right about any time now. So, uh, when she comes rolling up, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear barking like you probably never heard it before. And, uh, but, um, 
anyway, that that too will pass, and we'll we'll move on with uh, everything that we're doing. And if it's during a video or something, I can. Uh, you know what? I've decided. Yeah, let's get into that. I've decided not to uh, mute the mic anymore, folks. Um, I muted at the last show we did when we were watching a video because I needed to talk with my wife, and uh, I forgot to unmute it. So the last eight or ten minutes of the show is me just standing here or sitting here, moving my lips, and nothing coming out, it sounds like. Um, but, no, I was speaking the whole time, and uh, fortunately, I was just wrapping things up, uh, rehashing a couple things and wrapping things up and, and uh, ending anyway, so... Now you got all the meat and potatoes. You uh, just got cheated out of the dessert a little bit, and I'm sorry for that. And and hopefully today there'll be dessert. So um, anyway, uh, we're live on Telegram right now. If you're looking at there, I I give you greetings. Uh, if you're looking on Rumble, we're live on Rumble. Uh, we're live on Twitch, and we're live on uh, that third format that I can never remember. <laughs> I can tell you in a second. Hold on a sec here. What do we got? Odyssey. We're live on Odyssey. We used to be live on Kick, but I wasn't getting any views, so I went over to Odyssey. So, um, and I'm getting views over there. So, <clears throat> and the word spreads and, and everything else. So, um, I'm not going to waste my time uh, publishing to a place that's not going to listen to me. Okay. So, sometimes when I get a complaint. Uh, about this show it's because i rambled on for five or ten minutes before i presented anything well my show you don't like it goodbye um but i you know i do understand the frustration you come and you don't want to listen to my life and stuff like that maybe you do um i think if you've been around for a while you do and you accept that but um there are some impatient types that don't like that and uh, they're just basically children who haven't grown up you know uh uh, no different than maybe grandchildren or something that wants something really bad and won't stop crying until they get it, right? And uh, if you're my age or maybe even a little younger, you know what that's like. Grandkids are sometimes spoiled. And, uh, and if they don't get what they want when they want it, whoo, God help you. Um, thank goodness we've got good grandkids here, so... <clears throat> Anyway, so tonight you're going to be talking about strange noises. All over the world, there's strange noises coming from the sky. Uh, some of them sound, some of them sound like explosions. Others uh, sound like uh, somebody that's practicing the trumpet and is really bad. Uh, some of them sound like uh, a deeper brass instrument, like a, a tuba or a, a baritone horn or a, a trombone even. Um, but they all sound like brass horns, which I think is kind of interesting. And uh, I did a little uh, study on this, and I I wanted to look for other sounds in the universe that might sound like this. Um, <clears throat> and the reason why is that, yes, there is no medium in outer space called sound because you have to have a um, – it doesn't work in a vacuum. You have to have something that's – like when you hear, hear me talking right now, well, coming out of the speakers, it's sending sound waves through the air. And you're hearing, as it's hitting your eardrum, it's, it's causing you to hear. And it's, that's, um, that's touching your, op, your optic. <laughs> if it is, you're in trouble. Um, it's touching your otic nerve, now, which is sending it to your brain, which is decoding it and storing it by that, ma that matter, too. So um, anyway, uh, 
since there's no vacuum, or since there is a vacuum in space and there's no medium to push against, what you get is uh, the w waves in a, in a way of radio waves. Um, you know, like like you would get shot from a radio station to your radio. Um, yes, it is passing through a medium, and it's, a lot of times that's bad for radio waves because it slows them down. But um, going through the vacuum of space, they really get here quick. You might have heard us talking, Brian and I, well, mostly Brian talking about the, uh, what is it? Um, oh, you know what? I wrote it down, and uh, it's a good thing maybe I did. There's a guy that uh, that he listens to. It's um, around the world. I can't remember his name. Saved my life. Um, it's not over here either. So okay, um, it's something like Dave or <clears throat> John around the world, and um, he's on with a uh, pastor that uh, kind of promotes him, and he's got his own channel too, and. Uh, so anyway, he's been talking about these uh, waves that have been coming in from uh, far out in the galaxy, uh, evidently a long time ago. Maybe there was a, um, uh, what do you call it, a supernova that exploded. And uh, even though it didn't, uh, we haven't seen it yet, or it's we've, it's occurred and it's just gone away. <laughs> um, man, I'll tell you, what a nap does for me in the afternoon, it turns me into a zombie brain. Um Anyway, uh, so it's still going to make some kind of radio waves or something in, in, in the way of a force. Okay. You've heard of force fields and stuff like that. Well, they do exist. They, this is kind of like a force field that's being hurled throughout the universe or our galaxy anyway. And um, it, it's hit our universe several times, and it's going to hit, I think, five or six more times. Mike around the world, according to Mike around the world. And... Uh, Hey, got Brian's here. Hey, Brian. And we got uh, Kathu1U here on board with the crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. But uh, compliments will get you nowhere. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Mike from around the world. He, he helped me out. He's the one that's prom been promoting Mike uh, through this pastor. Pastor Bagley, if I'm not mistaken. And... Uh, so anyway, yeah, so these waves are coming in, and, and, and Brian's talked about it extensively on our show because uh, he's been keeping up with this, this Pastor Bagley and listening to Mike around the world. And uh, so several of them hit our, our solar system already and had hit the Earth and hit the sun, and that's why the sun's so, been so excitable uh, the last couple of years or so. And um, But when they hit the Earth, they cause, they cause problems here. And, of course, on the sun, they cause the sun to spew out all this different, uh, these different plasma jets that it sends out. And uh, sometimes they hit the earth and they, they wreak havoc here. But um, anyway, so that's what's coming through our solar system in, in, that, in that aspect. And, uh, and we're going to talk about uh, several things. Let me, um, me kind of give you a list of uh, what these sounds were. This is coming from what I read from this brain. Um, uh, I thought maybe Brian would made a comment about my brain, but that's okay. Um, tectonic plate movement, uh, aliens uh, are causing the sounds, maybe harp, project blue beam, uh, a spiritual component 
Um, power line hum or train noises, that's ridiculous. Um, the lack of deep rock lubrication because of all the oil being pumped out, that's an idea. Uh, caused by solar and uh, solar winds and flares. And number 10, made by the movement of the magnetic or axis poles. Interesting. The, the, the fact is that these sounds are, are happening and people are hearing them and they're not having hallucinations and they're not uh, hearing things that aren't there. Uh, no, these things are there and they're hearing them and it's scaring the bejeebies out of some people. And some people it's just plain ignoring. Um, have you heard of the Tao's hum? The Tao's hum was uh, a sound that was um, annoying people for, for quite a while. I think it's been resolved by now. It's gone, but... Um, People in Taos, New Mexico, would, would constantly be complaining, some of them, not all of them, uh, about this hum that they would hear constantly, 24-7. And it was keeping them awake, and it was keeping, uh, it was interrupting their lives in so many different ways. And uh, they never found out what it was, but it was a hum, and they could actually feel the hum and then see the hum, or you see the, feel it and hear it. If you can see a hum, you've got good eyes. Um, so anyway, that was one. And another one was up in Ontario, um, across from uh, Detroit, or Detroit, however you want to say that. Um, the uh, the people over in Oregon, uh, Oregon, uh, Ontario, were having problems with these noises because, again, it was like the Taos hum. It was keeping them awake. It was low-frequency vibration, so they could feel it as well as hear it. And I think that's pretty well come to an end, too, by now. But... Um, Anyway, so these things exhibit themselves every once in a while, and um, they're annoying or and or scary. And uh, because if you can hear something and you can't see where it's coming from, then dang it, that's scary. It really is. Uh, so where do we go from here? Okay. So what I'd like to do is I got a a couple of uh, a couple of videos, um, probably about ten minutes long, I think, each one. Um, about unearthly sounds and mysterious, uh, mysterious sounds. And then there's a, there's one that, uh, there's actually NASA sent up this probe. It actually went to the sun. <laughs> and you'll ask why they didn't burn up while they went at night. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's a Brian joke, by the way, if he's still here. Thank you, Brian. That joke never gets old. Um, but uh, so anyway, this thing would, would record the sounds of uh, the particles coming off the sun, the, the solar winds and everything else. And it's, it's quite interesting because some of them sort of sound like some of the sounds in the sky that people have been hearing. I'm going to play these two videos. You'll hear the sounds that people have been hearing. Then we'll go to the sun one. And then there's a one about sounds from the universe, which are, are, are um, causing noises. Not that they can hear, but again, that are radio waves, and when they're when they're broken down into uh, sound, kind of like uh, this is broken down, so you can see and hear it. Um, when that happens, it's um, they're able to hear noises that are kind of like the noises in the sky. Well, you might say, okay, well those are waves in outer space, and just like radio waves, we need a receiver to pick them up. Okay. If you listen to AM radio, uh, you listen to it because that little box that you've got on the shelf or whatever it is um, actually has the, the capacity of picking up radio waves. 
and it takes them and it converts them into something electronic that goes to your speakers and it vibrates your speakers a certain way and it throws out something and then it vibrates your ear a little bit and you hear it okay um so my theory or what i believe is that uh, although these are radio waves that are coming into the uh into our vicinity i think that somehow when you hit the atmosphere the atmosphere acts like a receiver and it picks up these sounds whether they come from our sun or from distant distant sources um so it picks them up and it it, it causes uh it turns into a radio basically where people can hear these sounds that are coming off the stars or black holes or the sun here in, in our solar system um so anyway um let's proceed let's uh you're gonna hear some weird sounds and if you haven't heard them before they may make uh the hairs on your your arms stand up or they may send shivers up and down your spine but um we're gonna investigate what they're all about and i think i have found the answer so but there are a lot of different uh theories out there let's put it that way so let's listen to this first video called unearthly sounds um i named it that <laughs> uh, uh it, it was online and um but i named it that here so i knew what it was all about okay uh, without further ado here we go strange sounds were heard across terrace bc early yesterday morning and lasted for about 10 minutes Speculation about what caused it ranges from the Aurora Borealis to aliens, or it could just be a prank. But similar sounds have been recorded in other parts of BC and reported in other locations around the world. Hello, thrill seekers, and welcome back to Legend Discoveries. Today's episode delves into a fascinating auditory mystery that's been stirring up fear and confusion globally. Our focus for today, the eerie, unexplained sounds echoing across the skies in Israel and beyond. First things first, let's describe the chilling phenomena many people are reporting. Imagine this. You're going about your day, and suddenly you hear an earth-shaking sound, a sonic spectacle like a chorus of trumpets or a cacophony of crashing metallic noises. But here's the catch. There's no visible source for these bone-rattling sounds. They seem to appear out of nowhere, reverberating through the air, powerful enough to be heard over vast distances. It's like the very fabric of reality is resonating with an eerie melody.
The chilling phenomenon has incited fear and intrigue. Some have linked it to ominous phrases like end of the world, judgment day, and the apocalypse. Some relate it to the seven trumpets of revelation in the Bible, a series of catastrophic events that signify the end times. But that brings us to the questions we're going to grapple with today. What's happening here? Why aren't these video clips researched and discussed? And could this phenomenon have connections to biblical prophecies? Went a bit further up, I might have seen something. Shit, what was that? Fuck those. <laughs> oh, this is it. Maybe it wasn't 2012, it was, it was 2013. <laughs> Alright, okay. It's not an animal, is it? At face value, these strange occurrences can be downright frightening and inexplicable. However, I believe it's essential for us to approach these phenomena with curiosity and critical thinking. Why are these sounds not extensively researched? Could it be due to scientific limitations or perhaps a hesitation to delve into phenomena that stir mass panic and speculation? As for the biblical connection, it's indeed an intriguing thought. The sounds have often been likened to trumpets, evoking the biblical imagery of the seven trumpets of Revelation. However, as we all know, interpreting religious text and prophecy can be subjective and deeply complex. Thank you. 
So, friends, what do you think is behind these chilling sounds? Are we facing a spiritual battle, witnessing a natural wonder, or are we simply interpreting random noise patterns as something more due to our innate fear of the unknown? The conversation is open, and we can't wait to hear your thoughts. Remember, keep your curiosity alive. Respect well, folks, <clears throat> made a lot of um, connections with Scripture on that one. However, there's a problem because uh, there's seven trumpets, and uh, <laughs> I've heard at least six in that one video, and uh, albeit it was in different places, but um, at, before the seventh one, everybody goes at the seventh trumpet is what Paul said. So that's when all believers, uh, the ones that are living, get changed, and the ones that are in the grave come out of the ground. And uh, I haven't seen any empty graves either. So uh, there was a minor uh, rapture that happened um, right when uh, Yeshua rose from the dead. It talks about it in, um, I think it's in John. And it says that uh, there was an earthquake and the graves of many were opened and uh, the, the, they were believers uh, that had lived throughout the ages. They knew Yeshua was coming and they believed it. Um, and so they were set free in, um, in hell and, uh, they rose, uh, with Yeshua to go to heaven with him. And, um, so it just shows that many of the graves were opened up. So that's going to be one sign of the rapture. The graves will be, um, opened up and, um, and a lot of people won't be here. Okay, so uh, it's something to think about when you hear about, uh, you know, the rapture's happened already. No, it hasn't. Uh, and uh, the trumpets that we're hearing, are they indeed trumpets, or are they just noises that are being made to make us think they're trumpets? Be a good Project Bluebeam um, psych on people, right? Yeah, it would. Okay, let's listen to another uh, video, Unearthly Sounds. Well, that's what we listen to. Now we can listen to mysterious sounds. Okay. So let's see what mysterious sounds is all about. New tonight, neighbors in Huntersville are talking about the same strange sound they've heard multiple times this week. Listen. That's a ring camera video neighbor Ryan Beard posted on YouTube capturing the mysterious sound. And get this, he said he was just sitting in his living room Tuesday night watching TV when all of a sudden he heard that growling sound. And since then, neighbors say they're hearing something similar across the area. And Will, a lot of people tell you that they've never heard anything like this. when he heard that heavy humming echoing through his home. When Beard posted the video on Nextdoor, he heard from another neighbor this morning who said they heard the same sound. Is it a boat, a plane, possibly a UFO? Well, people living in the Highland Creek area of North Charlotte say whatever it is, they want it to stop. The mysterious and loud hum happened two days ago, and then again just after four this morning. 
Folks living in a Northwest OKC neighborhood aren't getting much sleep this week. The reason random loud booms heard at night, also during the day, our Tevis Hillis is looking into the mystery that is baffling homeowners and the city. I haven't quite heard that sound, but homeowners tell me that this sound is shaking their walls, it's waking their kids up throughout the night, and also driving their animals crazy. 150 was the first one, it was back to back, probably about 30 seconds apart. And then this morning at 5.15. Like a log falling into like a commercial trash can? It's, it sounds like this. Quail Creek, a calm, quiet community. But for the last week, they've all been asking, have you heard it? People over here telling them about what was going on. They thought we were crazy. And then all of a sudden it went off. Yeah, we heard it, we heard it two or three times last night. Uh, I heard dogs barking. I've got bags under my eyes from staying up, uh, you know. The sound is going off at all times of the day, randomly. Now it'll last about 30 seconds, but goes off multiple times. We have a mystery on our hands, and we're not sure where it's coming from. The city getting involved. They've sent out the utilities department, flushed the lines, checked sewers, looked at a geological survey, spoke with the golf course, talked with ONG. They have no answers. But some say they've heard it for the past two months. Others are just hearing it this week. All right, top of some breaking news just into the Fox 5 newsroom. The mystery of the countywide booms that have been rattling San Diegans uh, for a couple days here yeah, continues. Here, here we go again. But there were two distinct episodes uh, with windows shaking. The first one was two very abrupt, pretty violent shakes that I would say were maybe t 10 seconds each. And then I went, wow, that feels like an earthquake. Mom and Dad, you think that's an earthquake? But the U.S. Geological Survey didn't report any earthquakes near San Diego today. So some people think they heard explosions from military bases. Fire. The Marine Corps base at Camp Pendleton tells ABC 10 News they cannot confirm the exact noise or shaking. Residents we talk to say they typically just chalk up odd noises to military activity, but say this one this morning was much different than what they typically hear and feel in Mira Mesa. We were just having breakfast and uh, it came, there was two different booms that came, but the first time we just heard, for me it sounded like someone was knocking on our windows at the side of the house. It was, it was really strange. Went and looked, nothing, thought maybe it was the wind. So then uh, about, what, two minutes later, another one, like twice the size of that, just came and it just was rattling the whole side of the house. Everything was just rattling for maybe three or four seconds. It was just, it felt like an earthquake, but it just went so fast. We knew it wasn't an earthquake. Here's some people taking it to Twitter right away. Just about a half hour ago, they said, yet another strange jolt just rattled our neighborhood in San Diego. We have it from time to time, and a lot of people wondering what, what the heck's going on. A lot of things going on. It heard the two huge booms that night and rushed out her back door. No smoke, nothing at all. It just seemed unusual. Very, very unusual. It was horrifying. I mean, I was scared to death. And I looked out my shade out onto the golf course thinking that I had seen an explosion or something out there. But instead of an explosion, Don caught these photos of brightness in the sky. Wednesday, while speaking with her, North Kingstown canine units scoured the area to uncover what is disrupting the town. My friends and neighbors here are pretty afraid, not knowing, like, if something happened and what it was. I mean, I think the biggest thing is what it was. Like, what was it? If, if we saw something, maybe that would explain what it was, but there's no explanation. Multiple reports of explosions in the area, and tonight we're learning this isn't the first time. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Tiffany Murphy. And I'm John DeLuca. North Kingstown residents have been complaining of hearing large booms and explosions that up until this point 
no one can really put their finger on or where they're coming from or what they're all about. Residents that I spoke to today have been reporting for the last couple of weeks now, which have quite literally shaken this community. North Kingstown police also told me that similar reports have come out of neighboring towns like East Greenwich and Ferris's three-year-old son has been spooked by the constant bangs. Well, he's asking, like, what, what was that? And I'm obviously looking like I don't know what it is. And I just tell him, oh, that was some thunder. And he's like, but it's not raining. There is something weird going on. We began with a series of loud explosions caught on camera across the San Gabriel Valley last night. But whatever it was remains a mystery tonight. but all over the San Gabriel Valley. Others say they actually shook their homes, but so far no one out there is taking credit for causing them. Daniel Racinos caught it on a security camera. A bright flash in the middle of three loud blasts. We called police and fire departments, city managers, electric and gas companies all over the place, and none of them seemed to know what caused these mysterious explosions that lit up the night sky at about 10.30 Monday night. Okay, you heard that. Draper police are asking for your help investigating that explosion early Saturday morning on Traverse Mountain. It shook homes and woke up residents on the south end of the Salt Lake Valley. Reports of a mysterious boom in Draper early this morning. According to Draper City, a sound echoed in Salt Lake County around 1 a.m. Police reportedly sped to the scene but found nothing out of the ordinary at first. Today, Draper police and Salt Lake County's bomb squad scoped out the area a second time after a hiker reported finding evidence of a possible explosion. We spoke to a Draper resident who witnessed it all. Noticed a large flash go off, which was is atypical. I've lived in the neighborhood for a few years. And after I saw the flash, I got out of bed and looked up the hill and then heard a boom. Ian Gillespie says he noticed a smoke plume in the air shortly after and that this event left him and his neighbors unsettled. City officials have confirmed the explosion was not related to any Geneva rock mine or Rocky Mountain power operations. Draper City says there's no threat to the public, but do ask that people stay out of the area. We know based on what we found that this is not Geneva's uh, doing. We did find evidence of an explosion. Uh, there were a lot of people that were speculating that this might have been space debris or a comet, and we, we've ruled that out. Very strange. Some of Beard's post, or some on his post, say that the sound is eerily similar to something out of the War of Worlds. Our chief meteorologist Brad Panovich thought it could be Duke Energy conducting an early growl test of its sirens. However, tonight, we found out the utility officials reached out to Ryan saying it wasn't them. Colonial Pipeline also says it wasn't doing any work at that time that would warrant that sound, so the mystery remains. Okay. <clears throat> I can see the end, the end part, folks. I can see that being an explosion on top of that mountain real easy. You know, you got somebody that's got a four or five sticks of dynamite playing around, you know, it's, but uh, the other noises are definitely not anything that I've heard on this earth. Um, so, um, hey, before I go, um, go on to the next thing, I want to tell you, um, 
I've agreed to do this. I actually, it was my idea, but uh, my wife and I went to a, an eatery in um, Cottage Grove. That's where we live here and um, in Oregon. And uh, down on Main Street, there was a, a restaurant called Stacy's. Um, oh, my goodness, what a restaurant this place was. And, okay, it's over here. Okay, I thought I lost it, but I didn't. Good. Uh, Stacy's Covered Bridge Restaurant. And um, I don't do commercials for people usually. I uh, And I'm not getting paid for this or anything else. I'm not getting free food for it or anything. But I was just so impressed with the hamburger. I really was that... I told her, I says, I got to talk about this when I get, when I do my show, you know, please, can I talk about your restaurant when I do my show? And she said, surely, uh, Stacy was her husband or is her husband. And, um, they have this nice little establishment here on main street in cottage Grove. And, and I had this hamburger uh, that, or cheeseburger that had, um, was it Gouda cheese on it and uh, a few other things. And I'm telling you folks, it was, I don't want to use that word, but it was, it was an amazing hamburger. <laughs> it really was. It was uh, probably the best hamburger I've ever had. And I'm 64 years old, going to be 65 in January. And uh, my goodness, I was like, I, I just wish I would have gotten a hamburger and I would have gotten another hamburger on the side. That's how good it was. But, um, Man, oh, man. So go to Stacy's. If you're ever in Cottage Grove, you, you're driving up Highway 5 or driving down Highway 5, like if you're coming from Washington and going to California, you're coming from California, going to Washington, or maybe coming up just to go to Oregon. Um, stop in Cottage Grove. We got a lot, a lot of neat stores here in this town and everything, and uh, it's just a nice down-home town. It really is. I really enjoy living here. But, again, the place is called Stacy's Covered Bridge Restaurant, and uh, – I wish I had the capability to show you some of the menu items. I don't have that yet, but uh, a lot of uh, traditional foods. And I, when I go into a restaurant, the, I judge it by how good the hamburger is. Um, I know that sounds weird, but that's just the way I am. And uh, another good thing they had, they had a prime rib, but um, a French dip sandwich. And uh, that was going to be my next choice. Maybe it would be next time I go, but. And, and when you're done eating, if you want to take a walk over to the covered bridge and walk over the, the uh, coast branch of the Willamette River and uh, and just enjoy your day, there's a little park there in the whole nine yards. So, um, yeah, if you're looking for a break while you're driving up or down five or if you're going to be visiting Cottage Grove for any length of time, this is a place you got to eat at, folks. I'm telling you, you got to eat here. Please eat here. <laughs> um stacy's covered bridge restaurant amazing 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 okay i wish i could talk for a whole half hour on this place it was just really good but <clears throat> time marches on right <clears throat> okay so immediately when you hear these noises um sometimes it sounds like a sick cow other times it sounds like somebody that's really bad on a trombone or on the trumpet um, other times it sounds like a, a bull in heat, <laughs> you know, but we know that those, those animals aren't making these noises. Okay. Because when they reverberate over, you know, tens of square miles, or even a hundred square miles, you know, and, um, and people are calling from all over the place, looking at it. <laughs> My wife just sent me the menu for the place. 
<laughs> That's right. She did take a picture of it, didn't she? Uh, if you don't mind, let me um, let me get my cell phone and uh, and I can uh, kind of read off a few things for you. Okay, I just feel that this is just an important thing right here that maybe it's uh, it's it's important to spend time on. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Now, but bear in mind, you can get drinks at this place too. I'm not a drinker. My wife isn't a drinker, but you know, if you want a cocktail, um, bar favorites, hand dipped fish and chips. I think that's what my wife had. Uh, baby back ribs, pub shrimp, sandwiches, BLT, fresh sandwich burger, bacon, chicken ranch sandwich. Boy, that sounds good. Prime rib French prime rib French dip. See, I'm so excited I can't even talk. Um, fresh homemade gourmet burgers, <clears throat> covered ridge burger, which is uh, has thick bacon, sautéed mushrooms and onions, cheddar cheese. <sighs> okay, uh, the old fashioned burger, uh, handmade patty served with lettuce, tomato, and onion uh, pickles and mayo for your traditionalists out there. And this is what I had: the bourbon bacon smoked gouda burger. Oh, topped with smoked Gouda cheese, apple smoked bacon, bourbon glazed, uh, sautéed onions, lettuce, and tomato. And they have homemade desserts. And you know what the people did for us there? It was our anniversary when we went there. Yeah, me, the big spender, take going to a, a cheap local store, right? Um, but anyway, uh, they gave us a piece of chocolate cake that was out of this world. And uh, between, it was such a big cut that we could both eat it and be satisfied. So, um, and let's see. Okay, oh, these newfangled phones. I don't know what to do with them anymore. Okay, well, I guess that's all you're going to get. Oh, there we go. Um, let's see what this is here. Come on. I <laughs> can't make it bigger. Okay, let's see. Okay, we'll do. We'll go that route. Uh, shrimp cocktail. Uh, miner's gold and onion rings. The hot spinach dip. Garlic cheese bread. Main Street chicken. That sounds good. Entree salads. Traditional Cobb salad. A Y C E, which is all you can eat soup and garlic bread. Choice of mixed greens, Caesar salad, any of the all soups, or garlic cheese bread. Classic Caesar salad, um, <clears throat> signature homemade soups, um, seafood bisque, tomato basil, um, the soup of the day, cup $5, bowl $6, bottomless bowl $10. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, so now we got that. Uh, next time I do a, a little blurb for them, I'll know. I'll have this on hand so I can uh, do this a little more efficiently. I don't do commercials. What do I know? Um, anyway, I um, like I was saying, the uh, when you hear noises like this and they're so weird and odd and everything, you're going, where could they come from? And again, we'll get into some of that stuff. But one of the leading contenders for an explanation, actually, is sun noises. Now, yeah, I said that already. Um, 
these NASA sent a <clears throat> um, special vehicle uh, to orbit the sun, of all things. And I guess it got kind of close. Um, whether it still exists, I do not know. But it was getting pretty burned up while it was out there. Anyway, so I want to listen to some of the sun noises with you, okay? And you tell me, and I think you'll agree with me, that some of these sun noises kind of sound like what we hear in the atmosphere now, bear in mind, if, they're, if they come through space, which is a medium that has a vacuum, and they hit the Earth's atmosphere, I'm, I'm proposing that perhaps the atmosphere could be a speaker that would play, especially if it hit the ionosphere right way, uh, that, that could play these sounds for us, okay? So I know there's a bunch of science types that are probably out there going, no, that's not possible. It can't happen. Well, yeah. You know what? Everything's possible, impossible until it happens, and then you go, "Oopsie, we were wrong for all these years." Okay, so let's listen to these sun noises, okay, and, and go from there. From a distance, our star, the Sun, looks like a calm, glowing yellow ball. But in reality, it is an extremely violent sphere of unimaginably hot plasma. Deep inside, at its core, the light and warmth that we experience each day is created during a fierce process called nuclear fusion. At the surface, which is the first visible layer called the photosphere, matter rises and bubbles like a boiling hot cauldron. And emanating from the sun is also a strange wind, but not like a soft whistle, instead like a hurricane's scream. It is this intense wind, called the solar wind, that we are about to listen to. The solar wind is matter in the form of plasma, which is basically superheated electrically charged gas being blown out from the sun in all directions across the solar system. This stream of highly charged material is coming out of the sun all the time at about a million tons per second. It travels through the solar system, interacting with anything that gets in its way, such as other planets. We can see it interacting with Earth in the form of magnificent aurora above the polar regions, for example. But seeing the solar wind in our northern and southern skies isn't the only way we can experience this powerful solar phenomenon. Because thanks to the Parker Solar Probe, which is exploring the sun like never before, we can hear it as well. The audio clips you're about to listen to is not sound in the way that we hear it here on Earth, because in space there isn't a medium for sound to travel through. But the data captured by the Parker Solar Probe does share some similarities with sound on Earth. The Parker Solar Probe measures pressure waves in the particles that make up the solar wind, and in our daily lives we hear pressure waves as sound. So by measuring the frequencies and amplitudes of these pressure waves in the solar wind, scientists can turn the data into audio clips that we can listen to. The whooshing and whistling noises you're about to hear are the pressure waves from the hot, electrically charged plasma that is radiating out of the sun's wispy outer layers. Out of the six audio clips we're about to hear, the first two are the most bizarre, in my opinion. 
So let's listen to each clip, and afterwards, I will provide a bit more information about what we are hearing before moving on to the next one. These almost unsettling audio recordings are called Whistler mode waves and are pressure waves that are caused by energetic electrons bursting out of the sun's corona, the outermost part of the sun's atmosphere. The electrons follow magnetic field lines that stretch away from the sun out into the solar system's farthest regions, spinning around them like they're riding a carousel. When a plasma wave's frequency matches how frequently those electrons spin, they amplify one another. And to us, it sounds like a chaotic roaring or a screaming hurricane. The following audio clip is a lot less unsettling, but still just as alien. This audio recording was created from a Langmuir wave, which is similar to Whistler waves, but are instead very high frequency pressure waves that when translated into sound make an almost ethereal, high-pitched wailing. Next, we will hear two clips, each containing strange chirps and squeaks. These peculiar chirping sounds come from dispersive waves, which quickly shift from one frequency to another as they move through the solar wind. These shifts create a sort of chirp that sounds like wind rushing over a microphone. According to scientists, they're rare near the Earth, so researchers believed they were unimportant. But closer to the sun, they discovered these waves are everywhere and nobody knows what causes them. Last, but still just as fascinating, we have an audio recording different from the other five that we have listened to so far. Because this one isn't the sound of hot plasma waves, but instead microscopic dust colliding with the probe's sensitive instruments.
resembling old TV static. What you are actually hearing is the audio recording of hundreds of microscopic impacts. Dust from asteroids and comets that have been torn apart by the sun's immense gravity and heat collide with the spacecraft at speeds close to half a million kilometers an hour, which is more than a quarter of a million miles an hour. Each collision you are hearing is actually dust bursting apart and chipping away a tiny bit of the spacecraft. By listening to plasma waves, like those we have heard in this video, scientists can attempt to unravel some of the sun's greatest mysteries. Such as, why is the sun's corona so much hotter than its surface? And how do the particles in the solar wind have so much energy? But for us, the viewers who are not working on solving these captivating mysteries, listening to the bizarre sounds of our closest star is nothing short of incredible. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, tap the like button, subscribe, and remember to turn on your notification bell so that you never miss an upload. If you want to find out more about space, then why not check out one of these videos? Okay, folks. We'll uh, go ahead and uh, move on here. I am going to... Because the show's been going pretty good so far... And I don't want to uh, get mixed up and play one video twice, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm going to get rid of the stuff we've talked about already. Okay. So now, what do you think about that, first of all? That was pretty interesting, wasn't it? Um, I thought that the first two video clips had the most... Um, pertinent uh, information that was it, kind of equal to the what what you heard from uh, around the world here, uh, the sounds we've been hearing. Um, yeah, I mean, some of it, if you just slowed it down a little bit or um, it would become more uh, richer and fuller, and maybe that's what happens by the time it hits the Earth here. I don't know. Um, because that thing is sitting right in front of the sun, that satellite or whatever it is, they have it out there. And uh, yeah, it's going to, Things come hurling off of that sun are going to come off of it uh, pretty dang fast, you know. Um, speed of light, actually. <laughs> That's pretty fast, 183,000 miles a second. And I think it takes nine minutes for uh, the sunlight to reach us or anything coming from the sun to reach us. Okay. So the next thing I did, um, seeing that, a lot of the sounds from the sun were kind of equaling what we were listening to uh, on here on Earth. Not all of it, but some of it. Um, I decided to turn to the other side of the solar system and see, is there anything in far space, um, interstellar space, maybe that would make a noise like that. And um, I found the uh, uh, video that actually, or an audio that talks about uh, two uh, black holes colliding, and that's the uh, the sound that uh, I want to play. Uh, now, there's there's uh, this video is full, so once we hear the two um, uh, the two black holes colliding, and you see how much it sounds like, or is similar to uh, the noises we hear here on Earth, <clears throat> maybe we can uh, move on to other things. There's some stuff I want to talk about. So let's watch this video, and after we watch the uh, 
the uh, black holes colliding and the sound it makes. We'll we'll cut off of there and then uh, move on, okay? Because it's getting close to an hour now that we've been on already, believe it or not. So here we go. According to the Big Bang Theory, 13 point Time, space, matter, energy, and everything in between began. The building blocks of everything we see today burst into existence. By using our high-powered space telescopes, we have been able to see visually stunning regions of the universe, from enormous clouds of gas where new stars are being born, to ancient, chaotic environments where supermassive black holes lurk. The universe is full of extraordinary sights. But what about the sounds? Because it's not just images we can explore, we can also listen to the universe as well. My name's Rob, you're watching V101 Space, and if you enjoy my content, then remember to subscribe for much more to come. Before we listen to these cosmic audio clips, let me quickly explain a bit about how the sounds were captured. Because you would be correct in thinking that sound waves cannot travel through space, at least not the way we experience them here on Earth. Sound waves need a medium to travel from their source to our ears, and when we peer into the darkness of space, according to our senses, it appears almost empty. However, this doesn't mean that space is silent because it is actually filled with all kinds of different waves that we cannot see or hear, but that our powerful telescopes and spacecraft can pick up, including radio waves, microwaves, X-rays, and many others. And so by converting this type of data into sound, using a process called sonification, we can experience the universe in a whole new way. The first of the five audio clips we will listen to reveals the sound waves of the early universe. A time before stars or galaxies, when everything was just a hot, bright soup of thick plasma. During this bizarre time, sound waves shook the infant universe, triggered by fluctuations happening just moments after the Big Bang. As these sound waves propagated through the young universe, they left imprints on the matter and light, much like patterns made by waves on the surface of a pond after a stone has been dropped into it, for example. These patterns were imprinted as slightly brighter and darker patches in the light. And by mapping this ancient light, ESA's Planck Space Telescope can essentially see the sound echoes of the early universe, creating this bizarre-sounding 13-billion-year-old pulsating hum. The next audio clip comes from one of the most mysterious objects ever discovered in the universe, a supermassive black hole, an enormous gravitational monster that is so powerful not even light can escape once it has crossed the event horizon, the point of no return. And amazingly, we can listen to the environment surrounding one. 
In some ways, this sonification is unlike any of the others because it revisits the actual sound waves discovered in the data. Astronomers found that sound waves sent out by the supermassive black hole 250 million light-years away caused ripples through the hot gas at the center of the Perseus galaxy cluster. These sound waves were extracted from the data captured by NASA's Chandra X-ray Observatory and made audible, allowing us to hear the almost eerie intergalactic howl of a distant supermassive black hole ringing throughout the universe. throughout the observable universe. All right, folks, I was mistaken. I guess that was one black hole, not two colliding. There was a sound somewhere on the internet where they had two black holes colliding, but didn't sound anything like that. I just remembered it sounded more like uh, two suction cups being put on glass and pulled off. But um, so anyway, that kind of sounds like the noises or the sounds that we hear, uh, we heard in the first two videos that we saw, huh? To me, it does. Um, and I got a pretty good ear for sound. So, not saying that if you disagree with me, you're wrong, but uh, okay. Uh, let's, uh, one more thing I wanted to present before I, I, I go into reading mode here is um, there's something called the, uh, the Schumann resonance. And if you get into these new age stuff, they'll talk about, oh, well, you know, the Schumann resonance is the the voice of the earth, the heartbeat of the earth, blah, 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 you know, and it's ad nauseum sometimes, some of the stuff they kind and, and they start saying, oh, yeah, but if you look, if you listen real carefully, you can hear the earth talking to you. And I'm like, Shh, okay, time for your medications. Come to the window. Um, anyway. It's uh, it's nothing more than a resonance that the Earth puts off, okay? Everything, it seems, in this universe has a vibration. It puts off something. It doesn't mean that one vibration is more special than another or this or that or that there's an ultimate vibration that we're supposed to achieve. That's a bunch of horse hockey, too, because that gets into spiritual evolution and the whole nine yards. And that's a whole new age thing, and... Uh, it's even partially a new world order thing, but uh, I just want to present to you maybe a couple minutes worth of uh, Schumann residence, maybe a minute. That's enough. And uh, we'll go from there. Okay. And then I want to present some, um, some other things that these sounds could be. Okay. And some that they're definitely not, but have been proposed. Okay. Let's listen to this residence. Okay. Resonance.
Well, that was less than a minute, but I don't know how many of you could stand much more of that. I know I couldn't. Um, <clears throat> supposedly, that resonance is at 7.83 hertz. Okay. And um, which is very low. <laughs> it's a low wave um, for sure. But um, if you talk to your average new age, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's... Uh, it's, it's a harmony, a peace and harmony frequency. And if you want healing in your body, you should listen to it or immerse yourself in this frequency and you'll get healed and blah, 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 blah. Um, sorry, I don't buy into all that stuff. I Maybe uh, 50 years ago, I would have bought into that, but no, nah, not now. Um it just happens to be a frequency that the Earth puts off. That's all. And I'll bet you Mars puts off a frequency. And I bet you Jupiter and Saturn. I know they do. As a matter of fact, I've heard them. <clears throat> and Venus, you know. So, anyway. <laughs> let's go with that. But I just wanted to show you that the world or universe is alive with sounds. Okay. You just have to have the equipment to listen to it. So. That doesn't mean it's special in, in any sense. And uh, just like it doesn't mean that those noises that we're hearing uh, in the first two clips are actually angels or they're not actually uh, uh, trumpets that the angels are blowing and, you know, and la-di-dee, la-di-da. So anyway, let me go ahead and get rid of that. Okay, so... What are some of the other things? Tectonic plate movement. Yeah, that's a good one, and it, that's quite possible. Because when you have a hundred or five hundred mile long sheets of rock, and one's riding over the other, you know, like that, or if they're coming against each other and going up like that, or if they're like the San Andreas fault, just going along each other, they're rubbing right they're rubbing against each other and they're going to make some kind of noise and maybe that gets amplified in, my, in the atmosphere very possible although i think my theory is a little better <clears throat> and what about this is another theory that's been proposed aliens <laughs> everything's aliens you know um it's amazing what people will try to blame on aliens um but uh, are they causing the sound? Is it like a calling card? Kind of an introduction to let us know it's coming, even though they probably know how to speak our language and could say, hey, we're coming. Be there in about five years, you know, instead of putting out some cryptic sound thing, you know. And that way everybody would get to hear it. But um, we know that those are really fallen angels and that they're not real aliens and that uh, when they do finally show up, it's not going to be for anything good. Okay. It could, yeah, it's, it's interesting that it mimics the end time trumpets. And uh, like the New Age would say, it might be uh, Earth crying for man's abuse upon nature. Even though Yahweh told us to go out and subdue the Earth. Okay. The Earth belongs to us. <laughs> now, what about harp? Okay, that's another possibility. When... Um, it was explained to me, and it makes a lot of sense, that when harp heats up the other, uh, the upper atmosphere, okay, figure the upper atmosphere being nice like this, okay, a nice globe. 
But when harp heats it up, that part raises, okay? Let's just say it goes into more of a cone. Well, what it does is it releases the atmospheric pressure on the, on the ground that's here, and that's going to move up a little bit. So as it moves up and moves down, moves up and moves down, that could be creating this noise too, okay? No different than the tectonic plates creating it. So maybe they're both working together. Okay. Project Bluebeam, what about that? Okay, now Project Bluebeam mostly is um, going to be a visual thing with some audio attached to it, kind of like downloading a video from YouTube. But it's also going to be, uh, have, a, have an audio component to it. And what if they can just take an audio component and use that without the video? Okay. So it could be done to make, uh, let's see, make Christians think that it's closer to the time the, to go. Um, it could be uh, being setting us up for the fake alien invasion. Um, you know, you name it. There's a bunch of different things that the enemy would love to do. And we have so many um, disciples of the enemy here on earth these days, you know. A spiritual component. Now, it's important to remember that Halal, uh, a.k.a. Lucifer, a.k.a. Satan, um, before his fall, it's it's thought by many that he was the um, the worship leader, so to speak, in heaven, that he uh, orchestrated Yahweh's praises. Um, and that being the case, if uh, maybe this is some sort of perverted, perverted music that he's playing to try to fool people, mankind, um, or to give people a false sense that the end times are here, which they are. Um, and uh, that things are not so bad, maybe. You know, hey, uh, the, God's trumpets are blowing. Things aren't so bad. God's watching over us, whereas it's the God of this world, not the God of heaven and earth, or heaven. Okay. Now, here's one that makes absolutely no sense. And I just write off, but I got to present it to you because this is what happens in these things. How about power line hum or train noises? Yes. They do sort of sound like a train going by, and, it, and, a, and a, it does kind of sound like a train whistle um, in a kind of strange sort of way, but it does. Um, but I don't know. I've heard the hum coming off of electric lines, and you basically have to be standing right under them to hear it. So how that could be heard over hundreds or thousands of square miles is beyond me. As a matter of fact, it's so outlandish, I don't even think it's true but um and train noises i'm sorry but when you're out in the middle of nowhere like that one couple that was out skiing in one of the videos there probably was not a train track anywhere near there okay and if there was uh, so far out of the country that it wouldn't be blowing its horn because there wouldn't be any stops it wouldn't be any crossings to, to warn that the train's coming yeah, so it wouldn't blow its whistle and the sound of a train is just too dark, or not dark, but too deep and too rumbly to be anything that we heard at the beginning. Okay. All right. And let's say reasons I had for that not be train locations are far away from many of the event noises. Power lines not in all the areas where the sounds were heard. Power line hubs have, hums have to be near the hearers in order for it to be heard. Um, it's a direct area sound, so to speak. Okay. Now, here's what I came up on my own, okay? If this happens to be what it is, then I thought of it. <clears throat> or at least I'm 
I'm publishing it so that um, it'll be this date that I've revealed it, okay? You know, we take a lot of oil out of the ground all the time, all right? And I'm not one to believe that that uh, oil is uh, the product of dinosaurs and plants. I believe that the earth makes the oil consistent, constantly. And that uh, no matter how much we use, the earth is going to make more. And it would be an un unquenchable um, source of energy if, uh, if we get off the evolution crap and get on to real science. Um, but... Uh, that oil's kind of viscous. It's kind of slick, right? So what if it's a lubricant for uh, different parts of the earth? What if uh, Yahweh and in all of his infinite wisdom um, put the oil there to lubricate different places so there wouldn't be earthquakes, so there wouldn't be sounds up in the sky? Um, and he's using it as a, as a buffer, as a lubricant to lubricate the earth in those areas. Um, just something to think about. Uh, so it's the oil used to lubricate rocks, joints, and fill void areas. And noise from the void areas could rise to the top and the sound of the atmosphere. In other words, you can't, you wouldn't really hear it. If anything, it would be a rumble on the earth. But when it got out to the, uh, into the open, kind of like when you strike a bell, if you're sitting on the bell, it would make a different noise that if you were two minutes, uh, 16 inches away from the bell. Okay, you'd feel it rumbling and everything else. and But when you got farther away, you just hear the, well, close enough, you'd feel the, the vibration of the bell. But as you got farther away, you'd still hear the bell, but without all that junk, you know. Okay, and uh, so we talked about caused, caused by solar activity and flares. And uh, that could be very well be. And, and again, they don't make a noise while they're going through space. But when they hit our atmosphere... Does the atmosphere turn it into a speaker, turn it into a speaker that broadcasts these things? Uh, I'd, I'd love it if somebody could do a study on if these things happen uh, during heightened sun activity. That would be real interesting. All right. Now, okay, so it could be from the sun. Um, could it be a shockwave from old supernova? Um, nova or supernova? Uh, could it be shockwaves from uh, solar systems crashing into each other or galaxies crashing into each other or nebula crashing into each other? Um, again, no sounds in outer space, but it sends out radio waves. And when they hit the Earth, they get broadcast. Okay. The atmosphere of Earth, that is. Okay, and one that I don't put much stock in, but I have to throw it in anyway, because if I didn't, I'd feel like it did an incomplete work here. Um, what about, actually, there's, uh, yeah, what about if it's uh, movement from the magnetic or axis poles? Okay, what if when the magnetic poles move around, they actually create noise? Okay, um, I'm just totally throwing this out there. I don't know, you know, if, if it's true or not, but, um, and if it's the axis poles that are moving around, then it could make a lot of sense. Um, let's see. And the scripture talks about the, uh, uh, there's going to be a time when the earth is going to wobble like a drunken man. Um, could this be the effect of the earth wobbling like a drunken man? 
Maybe, just maybe. Um, by the way, we had a couple of people in the room, and I mentioned it before, uh, C21U, or Katu1U, oh yeah, Katu, Katu Radonikdo, okay. Um, and Brian was here for a while, last day, 7777. By the way, Brian's got a really good show going on there on, on Rumble, um, and the, the name of the channel is Last Day 7777. All one word, so check him out when you get a chance, okay? He's uh, he's talking a lot about a lot of neat stuff, and he's really keeping up on the uh, the current events, so to speak, and throwing a lot of uh, uh, scriptural proof of the latter days in there. So anyway, uh, if you, uh, by the way, I got a donation or a, a gift on... Uh, <laughs> Don't you just love it when you get older and you just lose a thought like that? A gift send on Give, Send, Go. Um, somebody gave sent a gift, so I really want to thank you for doing that. I'm not going to mention your name here because um, it's a screen name anyway, but uh, I don't know how you feel about that. So we'll just say that some nice person did that. So thank you very much. Really appreciate it. <clears throat> and if any other people out there um, would like to support this work, um, would really be appreciated. Um, go to GiveSendGo, that's GiveSendGo.com and look for Opposing the Matrix. Okay. And it may be, um, I don't know, just look for Opposing the Matrix. I think the other person found it, so you should be able to, too. So anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and end it here, folks. We've been on for an hour and 20 minutes. My goodness, time flies more during this part of the day than it does uh, any other time, seems like. So um, I'm going to say adios, go with God. And um, but I'm going to change that to go with Yahweh because that's the name of our God. Okay. The Muslims have Allah, the Jews and Christians have Yahweh. Okay. And if you're Hindu, you've got one of a million gods that I'm not going to go through all of them, obviously. And uh, any other religions that are out there, you're always welcome to come and um, check us out. Okay, um, for right now, I'm going to pray that uh, may the Lord bless you. This is an incantation. Uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to rise upon you and be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out, your coming in, your rising up, and your lying down. May he bring you the peace that passes all understanding. And if you don't know Yeshua, I pray that the Father directs you to Yeshua so that you can have a relationship with the God of the universe. It hit me the other day um, that he calls each individual by name. The God of the universe, the one that created everything, calls each person by name. And that just totally floored me. I can't hear stuff like that and drive down the street. Okay, it, it elicits emotions in me that are really deep and... Um, I don't want to say primal, but uh, deep and uh, Holy Spirit led. So um, anyway, yeah. So if, if you want, don't want a part of that, then don't take it. But man, I'm telling you that how special it is that we are, are heirs to salvation and we, uh, we're going to live forever and be resurrected and, uh, and just live with Yahweh for the rest of our lives. Um, 
I can't imagine how great that's going to be. If we're allowed to, I'm going to go visit like all the planets and some distant galaxies because at that time, if, if those things are real, I don't even know if they're real. It could be part of the fabric of space. We'll have a, should have a show on that someday. Um, but um, yeah, I'm going to ask for permission just to, to do those things for maybe half a million years and then come back. Oh, excuse me. To the matters at hand. Although when I get up there, who knows, things are going to be totally different. So anyway, uh, folks, have a blessed uh, couple of days. We'll be back on Thursday with another hopefully exciting episode of Opposing the Matrix. So talk to you soon. Yahweh bless you and um, stay safe. Okay. <laughs>